Hi there, welcome to Recruitment Realities, a podcast looking at some of the negative elements of the recruitment process. I'm Lindsay and today I'm going to be looking at the topic of ghosting. So ghosting is a word that's generally associated with online dating or dating and it's where communication is often really open, it's flowing really well and then just all of a sudden uh, one of the parties just stops uh, communicating, they just cut off communication and they just turn into a ghost or they ghost the other person. Um, It can happen in friendships, relationships, anywhere where there's communication that's uh, happening. On today's podcast, I'm going to be looking at the topic of professional ghosting. So there's something about professional ghosting which feels a lot harder to understand than potentially something in our personal lives. Um, Because in a professional setting, we almost sort of expect a response from an application or an interview Um, when we've had good rapport or we've pitched something. Um, And certainly this is the kind of thing that's happened for years, like, you know, companies have ghosted people before. Um, But it just feels like in recent years that it's becoming much more accepted and normalised to just not hear back from a company when you spend time and effort on an application or a, you know, you've had an interview. So does anyone have their own stories of being professionally ghosted? Um, What impact has it had if you have? Um, And what do you feel about it? Is it something a company should be uh, held accountable for? And should there be more response from people? Or is it just something that should be not given much thought? Professional ghosting is something that became a bit of a hot topic um, around like LinkedIn articles, um, people making content about it. Because during COVID, there was a lot more job losses, so therefore there was a lot more um, professional ghosting being highlighted than ever before. Um, Before COVID, it was happening, of course, but um, there weren't as many people out of work and looking for work, so therefore there weren't as many people experiencing it. Um, So during COVID, it's almost like it highlighted the fact that professional ghosting is happening all the time and it's becoming uh, more of a a, a normalised occurrence. So what are some examples of professional ghosting? Um, Often you just think that a ghosting might be at an application stage where you send an application and this company has so many responses that it just can't get back to everyone and you just don't hear back from them. Um, That's basically being professionally ghosted. But actually it happens at loads of different stages of application. It can happen after spending a long time on a task set by a company or when there's a lengthy application process, um, potentially when the company asks for a set of questions um, and you have to spend quite a bit of time on those questions, or if you put together a marketing plan. um, It could even be the fact that you get to the point where you're sending a proposal or pitching ideas, presenting ideas to someone, um, or even after an interview, I've heard and experienced uh, people that have had interviews, uh, had a really good rapport and then been told that someone will get back to them and then they've never heard anything back from the company. I've also seen a lot of um, contradictions on people's uh, websites as well. There could be companies that um, say or state on the website that they'll you know, get back to everyone and they don't. Um, also, there could be a, another contradiction of you know, somebody maybe saying they really value their people they really value their staff. They could be posting on social media about uh, Mental Health Awareness Week or just mental health awareness. And in the same week, that company 
could be ghosting that very audience and the applicants that need a response as well. If a candidate has taken the time to send a CV or take part in a task, answer some questions online um, and generally spend a bit of time and effort on their application, what do people think? Do they deserve a response or is it just should it be accepted that people don't get a response nowadays? I've read a few articles on both sides of the argument that some recruiters are saying, well, it happens to us as well. People have been ghosting us for forever. You know, candidates don't turn up for interviews. Um, but does that mean that they still shouldn't be replying to applicants? Is is that an argument that, that backs it up? Or is it not really about that? Is it more about just common courtesy and valuing people and not really tarring everyone with the same brush and just trying to, um, yeah, respond to everyone? I've heard a lot of people also talk about the fact that um, if a person doesn't make the effort on an application or the application is completely unrelevant un uh, for the job, then they shouldn't really, de they don't deserve a response. But then there's also, you know, you could say that you don't know the amount of stress that a candidate is under. Um, they may be absolutely desperate for a job. They, they might have just thought anything will do. Um, even if it is unrelated, they just want to apply anyway. And maybe their application is the best that they can do as well. You just never know. So let's have a little bit of a look at the, the implications of professional ghosting. Because on the surface, it's just, you know, oh, well, we just didn't respond. But actually, it's not taking into account the wider um, societal implications which could be at play, which include people's mental health, uh, people's self-esteem, well-being, and, you know, the list goes on. Especially when someone is in a tricky situation, if they're not in work and they've got lots to offer and they're trying and they're trying and they're doing all the right things, uh, but they just don't feel like they're getting anywhere. And then to be professionally ghosted, uh, maybe not just once, but let's say 10, 20, 30 times and, you know, it just keeps happening and there's no understanding of why it keeps happening. Although that may not be personal, that person may be taking it personally or it may be affecting them uh, much more than just somebody not responding and you know it takes such a little time nowadays to set up an automated response maybe it is just something as simple as uh, a company setting up something saying you know thanks for taking the time uh, thanks but no thanks and at least it draws a line under that application for the person and they can move on whereas if it's just they never get a response it's like you know, they're, they're thinking, oh, well, maybe they're maybe I am going to get that response. Um, you know, such a thing as an automation or just uh, it's like a little closure for a person. So such a small act, such as setting up an automation, which is fairly easy. Um, a company could do that or somebody could deal, deal with all the responses and make sure that everyone gets a response. Such a small act can have a huge impact on somebody. Um you know, you never know really how much that is going to affect them and make them a lot more appreciative. And it's also going to make the company um, be seen in a much better light in the future for that person or if that person ever talks about the company again. So really, it's a win-win. So thanks for listening to this podcast about professional ghosting. Um, it would be really great to hear other people's um, opinions about it. Like, how do we change it? Should we change it? Or should we just accept it as it is? Um, yeah, it would be really great to hear and have other people's input. And also along with all the, you know, 
talk of professional ghosting there are also companies that are doing it really well and are changing systems and getting back to people and making a difference and you know I'd also really like to hear about those uh, stories as well anyway thank you very much for listening